Hey, everybody, on this very special episode of Sap and Chat, we are going to take out a little bit of time here today. Um, unscheduled, but life is unscheduled, right, Mr. Michaels? Absolutely. So we are going to be doing a small tribute to both um, Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk. So guys, sit back. You don't need to strap in for this one. Um, just sit back, relax, and let's all reflect on this episode of Sap and Chance. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to a special episode of Sap and Chance. Um, like I've said in the post, these are the ones I don't like to do. W what do you say, Mr. Michaels? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Two two all-time greats gone. Yeah, One's older, one's younger. It's sad either way. Yeah, well, you know, before we start this, let's, let's you know, I think I talked to you about this off the air uh, yesterday when we were talking and we said, you know, the power of three, right? Everything always mm -hmm. happens in threes. So, you know, one, two right here. And, you know, I, I said, I hope number three doesn't come. But I think number three already came a couple of days before that. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. The oldest wrestler alive passed away on August 21st. Who was that? I didn't even hear about it. Yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, it just everything was all there. His name. Like independent wrestler? No, no, dude. His name was, um, pardon me here. Uh, his name was Abe. I'm trying to find his last name here. Um, let's just call him Abe. I, that's all I have to work with here. Abe Jacobs. He? Abe Jacobs. He died at the age of 1995. Uh, the oldest wrestler on record alive at that point. So now he's he passed away. Uh, Ric Flair's debut match was against him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he put him over. Uh, he, you know, he worked for Capital Wrestling, which then became WWWF, which then became WWF and WWE. So he was a part of that organization. Uh, he's a part of the Luthez Hall of Fame. Um, I don't know much about him, but, you know, we can say he worked with the likes of Luthez, Gene, Gene Kaninsky. He was a, he was our grandfather's wrestler. He had a solid career. Right. Like, you know, um, so, yeah, let's, let's, you know, respect and condolences to his family. So I guess. All three happened, so hopefully we're in the clear for a while here now. Yeah. Um, but let's touch on Terry Funk, man. Let's get that going. You know, I I feel that for for me, anyways, Terry was more someone I I saw as a kid, mm -hmm. and he scared the shit out of me as a kid. I remember the first time I saw him on WWE Superstars. He did an interview with Gene Mean. He had his branding iron and the whole nine yards, and he spit the tobacco into the right onto the uh, camera. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy's crazy. He's scary. Uh, Terry Funk, king of the death matches. I mean, God knows what damage he's done. He had done to his brain over the years. Um, very soft-spoken individual. Yeah. Uh, came back to the WWE as Chainsaw Charlie. So a lot of the younger generation don't even know what this man did before that. Just saw him as an old kooky guy, you know, and I think that's the unfortunate part. Because well, I think he was a little bit kooky as a character, but I know what you mean. But even yeah, more so. more so. But I, I, I just feel that you know that's the image that the younger generations have of him, opposed to the hardworking, you know. But at least they got to see him. Though. At least Vince gave him another chance to get out there. No, hundred percent. Fully, 
that was his hero, like uh, Terry Funk. That's Mick Foley's hero. So you got to work with them. Yeah. Hard stuff. He even was an ECW there for a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I mean, you know, he he basically just uh, he was suffering from dementia and he was suffering from mm-hmm. Parkinson's disease and those things kind of caught up to him. And who else knows what else caught up to him at that point? Well, he was right? seventy nine. I mean, so no, it's he was so sad. Like it's a tragic. Like Frey is at thirty six. Well, you look still at- horrible, but it's like. You look at the good life. No, hundred percent. But you just, I, I, I say it's sad in the sense that you look at guys that are in their seventies. Like, look at Hogan. He's seventy, right? Mm-hmm. Looks great. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm but sure he's hurting. Trump's not a body guy, not a training guy. No, right? no, 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 no. I understand, but I'm just saying it's just, it's, it's just sad. It's just that's an it unfortunate is. thing, right? And uh, so, speaking of that, everybody should listen to the Hogan uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Great. Yeah. Great. I, Okay, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, I'm kind of a couple of days ago. Yeah, I'm halfway through it, so it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Terry Funk uh, survived by his family members, his daughters, and whatnot. So, hats off, man. Like you know, if you think about it, two big wrestling families took two major hits here. We're talking yeah. about wrestling dynasty families. Uh, the Funks were well known as the Von Erics yeah. and whatnot, and you know, and then here we go. This let's. Uh, this one's tough, Chance. I tell you what, man. Um, Bray Wyatt yesterday, around 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Triple H announced on his ex account that Bray Wyatt had passed away. At this point, at that time, we didn't know anything. We had no idea mm-hmm. of the causes or anything. But uh, I'm going to start with, in this day and age of technology and everything that we live in, the fact that they were able to cover that and keep it so quiet to the point that no one knew what was going on with him. Everyone was speculating. I mean, we had our speculations, right? And we mm-hmm. we had doubts about what was what with him. Um, so this is what I understand. And I, I, I apologize in advance if, if the information is not 100%, but this is what I know. He caught COVID uh, after sometime after the Royal Rumble. That led to heart, heart issues that really weakened his heart. So that's what I believe kept him out of mania, were yeah. those heart issues from, from the from the COVID that he had gotten, right? So I don't, I... So you know what's going to happen here now, right? So like we're saying that he had long COVID and it eventually took his life. The other people are going to say he was vaccinated and they're going to say it was a shot. So you're going to have a lot of conspiracies. Well, you know, I... That's already coming out a little bit. Yeah, and that's this. That's we'll unfortunate. Know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get there's going to be controversy and there's going to be conspiracy behind it because he was working during the Thunderdome time, right? And if he was Amazing. working, everyone, everyone who was working at that time had to get the jab, yep. correct? So, I mean, anyways, that's neither here or there. Those conspiracies, this is not the time for conspiracies, you know. No, just, I'm just saying that's, what, no, that's what no, I get it. online, right? They got killed yeah. from the jab. A lot of people saying they got killed from COVID. We'll never really know, but it's sad. He's well, like 36. Young man, what we know is he got COVID that led to heart issues. You know, that was just like a, a an extension of it. You know, the illness, um, word had it that he was ready to come back, he was working at it. He was they were getting set to bring him back pretty soon here, quicker than we even think. Yeah. Um, but he had a heart attack yesterday afternoon, he had a lot of a lot of struggles too, mental health too, a lot of depression. This is a man that really, really struggled. You can see it in his character, it's really dark, almost like an oppressive, dark. And to play that character as well as he played that character, you have to have some of those. Well, I mean, you look at Heath Ledger. Dark thoughts, you know what I mean? You look, think of that stuff. He is super, super creative. No, I'm just saying he was definitely. a dark guy. Yeah, he did suffer from depression, which is all well documented. 
Well, I mean, documented or not, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, his character yeah. was what it was. And, you know, the, the, the tributes that are pouring in and the things that we're starting to understand about this man and whatnot, like he was genuinely a genuine, genuine good man, right? I mean, yeah. the only company he ever worked for was this organization. He's never been anywhere else. He started his whole career with these guys at FCW. Uh, from from FCW, he went on to NXT. He became F. Sorry, he became FCW Tag Team Champions with his brother Bo Dallas. Uh, from there, he went on to NXT. They formed the Wide Fam. Oh no, sorry. Before that, sorry. Uh, let's take a step back. He was Husky Harris, and I remember distinctively when he was a part of the New Nexus, and there was that spot where CM Punk whipped him with that belt, and he was not holding back. I'm thinking, wow, yeah. this. This, this is an interesting cat. Like, this is, he's just starting, but Husky Harris was showing us something, you know, showing me something anyways at that time. Like, okay, you know what? Two, three years down the road, this guy's going to do something. Like, you just see it, right? And sure enough, here he comes out with the White family. Um, you know, that that took off strong. He got injured pretty quickly into that. Um, but the well, promo. I was noticing that if you watch some of his old work from 2014, Elimination Team versus uh, The Shield, he could move quick for a heavy guy. He was strong. You watch him as match tour then. He put on some weight. He wasn't, you can tell he wasn't training as hard. He's more methodical. But if you look at some of his early work, that guy was quick and he was strong. And I've seen him in person many times. His back was like the size of Texas. He was a big, thick guy. And uh, he doesn't get enough credit for how good he was. I get it. Some of his in the later years in his mid 30s, he did slow down a lot. Like he wasn't, but he was really fast runner and yeah. strong. But I, work. no, hundred percent. I think I think him guy. slowing. I think him slowing down was a lot to do with the character that he was playing too, though. Like, yeah, maybe well, I'm just saying some physicalities. No, sure, sure, sure. But the fiend wasn't. And he put meant, on too much. Weight. Right, right. But the fiend was never meant to be a fast moving character, right? So that no, totally ties like into your thing, methodical. Like he moved his feet, his head. Yeah, 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 weight. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, creative guys no you just uh so yeah he came into they debuted on the main roster and like you said man that that initial run uh Mm -hmm. working with randy orton working with daniel bryan having the program with the undertaker when he did all these things you know just great story after great story that he had and then you know he had a moment there where he went away for a little while uh, came back with the Firefly Funhouse and Sister Abigail and all this new stuff just emerging. And uh, no, you know what? I An eccentric, creative guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like almost too good for his own brain. He's like a tortured genius. It's a classic right? tortured genius. Yeah. Right? But yeah. here's the thing. that You would never see Bray Wyatt in the AEW. Only a guy like Vince McMahon can filter all of his thoughts and put that on. If you watch his Firefly Fun house match you have with John Cena. Some of the most best production, creative stuff you'll ever see. That's when COVID was around. So there was no fans there. And if you watch that, he takes you through all the John Cena's different characters. It was like a love. People didn't get that. It was like a love letter to John Cena. He's paying homage to him. But you had to really pay attention. That's some of his best work. And it was and, and, and that's the man that he was, right? Like yeah. this, let's, let's, let's focus on the man. Let's forget about wrestling. Like we know what he did in wrestling, right? Mm. Um, and this is an individual where a lot of guys and gals in the industry at all levels will walk away or pretend they don't hear the fan calling their name. Mm-hmm. He's the kind of guy, and I'm, you know, and it's unfortunate all these kind of videos and things start to emerge after the fact. Yeah. Right. That always um, I know it's just unfortunate though. Right. Like, I mean, 
it just sucks. Let's just, you know, plain and simple. But, you know, he, he's the kind of guy who would go out of his way to lift the barrier open so he could go greet that one fan standing there wanting to meet him. Well, um, I've seen him in 2015 that you say that. He came to Abbotsford for a house show. It's like my nephew. And uh, like I said, his back's his eyes attacks. We almost six goes back. He's in the snow. He's like, hey, Bray, Bray, Bray. But he looks at him and goes, hey, kid. You know what I mean? So that is true. I've seen him do it. Man, he was a thick guy. People don't realize how big this guy was. No, he's big, man. I've seen him. Monster. I've seen him. I've seen him a couple of times live myself. And you know, mm. even from a distance, if you're from a distance like I was the first time, like, oh wow, he's pretty big in oh, person, yeah. right? And that's from a distance, so I can only mm-hmm. imagine six rows away from. Cool him. I've seen him on a house show too, right? It was, yeah, he was just you know 2015, I think, or something oh, like that. For sure, for sure. So now that uh, you know, it, it just it's just interesting. So WWE tonight. Um, as we're recording this, I understand they put a hold on everything. Meetings have been canceled, uh, production, everything has been put on hold here. So I think we may get our very first tribute show in a very, very long time uh, tonight. Yeah, that could be. Well, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, I think I texted Jesus earlier. Um, you know, the last time they did a tribute show was for Chris Benoit. And unfortunately, at the time that they did it, they didn't have all the information. Yeah, but was that was that show a whole the whole three yeah. hours? Was, yeah, what was it? It was a two hour tribute show, right? Like they because yeah. I think it all happened on that Monday that they found the bodies early in the morning, and they you know that was the day Vince died. Remember that last episode? Yeah. He blew up, and Vince McMahon died, and he came back. Yeah, you know the next week that. in the center of the ring to to talk about it. At that point, we didn't know anything about the Benoit situation, so the WWE did the right thing, went ahead and did a tribute show, only to find out the next it's day. Too bad. It's too bad that Vince is uh, recovering from surgery, because that's the guy you want to see in the ring. He was the one with Bray funneling all this creative. All his best work was with Vince. You know what? They were an amazing team. And the all the way, writers. Also. Look, the way the organization is treating this, I won't be surprised if he doesn't show up on the ring tonight. I just, I don't. You never know. I'm Bray. glad Bray, and Bray is so talented and such a good worker that he deserves the whole two hours of SmackDown for no, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I am glad. And they Terry Funk too, probably. No, hundred percent. Sorry. Did they do what? When did Terry die? Terry died on. Was it after Raw? The day before? Raw? No, no, the day before. So they did. They already did the bell count for him and all that. Then. No, no, no. He died. Okay, Bray died yesterday, right? Yeah. Terry died the day before, which would have been Tuesday. Wednesday. Tuesday. No, Wednesday, so, right. Oh, so he so, died on Wednesday. Well, they might do something for Terry, too. Right. So they already had SmackDown and they already had Raw. Or sorry, they already had uh, Raw and NXT in the bag. Yeah. So he died Wednesday. Bray died Thursday. I don't know how much attention they're going to put on Terry here tonight. Not I really don't. Mention. Right. They'll, they'll probably give the graphic and whatnot. But the reality of it is, and that's the unfortunate part, Um, you know, it's 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 tough to kind of well, spread Bray it out. But Bray was okay. relevant. Bray was relevant, right? He's I get current. that. He's a He's current member of the yeah no 100 percent. uh so it's gonna be interesting you know it's gonna be one of the most creative guys to come around in a long long time no dude he was and like i said and like you said uh you know only wwe you'll see that no other no other organization could work with a guy and and bring this out and i know it's a lot of brave but it's also vince and all the writers pritchard all these guys could bring that out but that would never you never see a character like this at AEW. they just don't have the brain power no no only wwe you see undertakers and bray wyatt's yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, I guess he got the House of Black on the other side, but I mean, yeah, but any nothing to what the stuff Bray's done. He's a super, super creative guy. Oh, for sure, for and sure, that. for sure. So only thirty six, still a young man. Did well, he have my, any kids? Sure he, he had about a few. I know he had at least three children. Oh man, 
that's terrible. Right. And he has two little kids. I know that he had, I know for sure he has two little kids with Jojo, at least one little kid with Jojo, who was former WWE ring announcer. I guess the only knock were they that, still together when he passed? No, yeah, he was. He he they were they were together. Uh, you know, very happily together. He he had uh ended his previous relationship to be with her. Um, so you know, heart goes out to all of the family. Yeah, heart goes sad. out to all of them. Um, you know, heart goes out to my heart breaks for his father because I don't as a father and you being a father as well. I couldn't even imagine even thinking about my child leaving this world before me. Well, yeah, the parents supposed to go before the kids. That's the rule of thumb, right? And right. It usually does happen the way, but it's not all the time. And it's so but, sad. But, no, it is. And you look at, you know, unfortunately, what Barry Windham has been going through and whatnot with, with all his heart issues. Right, no, dude. absolutely. Right. And, you know, you look at Mike Rotundo, his father, former IRS, for those of you who, who are kind of putting it together with us here. Um, brother know, Bo Dallas, was, I thought brother Bo Dallas, absolutely. He leaves his brother behind, his sister behind, his father, his mother, uncles, his kids. I mean, it just this is hard, man. It's it's really really tough. I don't know. Such I mean, a young man too, in his prime of his life. That's what hurts the most, the right? Yeah, very sad too. Don't get me wrong, but he was seventy nine. Savvy is this one really stings oh, because he's a young man with kids, yeah, young, little kids. Dude, the young guys always sting the most because we're close to that age, right? I mean, I think mm-hmm. about it. In essence, you know, it, it, it's I. It sucks because I mean, it takes something like this for the emotions and then the, the the thoughts to kind of emerge that should always be there for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's look at life in general, man. Life, life isn't a given. No, not promised tomorrow, man. Only promised. We're not, I'm not promised till the end of this show. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not saying that's the case. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be morbid, but I'm just saying, like, if anything, open your eyes, everybody listening to this. Take yeah. the moment and reflect on what's important and what truly is important in your life. And go absolutely well said. I couldn't have said it better. And go back and watch some of Bray Wyatt's stuff, some of his creative yeah. stuff. That Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena, absolutely brilliant. No, it's phenomenal. Bray. And I tell you what, you know where I watched it? No, I watched that match in a hospital bed. I remember it because I was in hospital. It's literally genius. That was the WrestleMania that had no fans or anything. That's what we did, right? right? That was great, too. Yeah, yeah. No, they had two. thing let you show it how good WWE is a production. Look at that. Well, the three matches that stood on that WrestleMania were Randy Orton and Edge. Yeah. Right? Taker and AJ. AJ. And. Bray and Cena, right? And yeah. those were the ma- those were those cinematic matches. They're amazing. So they had the time to create it, and it was beautiful, Dude. right? Um, shout amazing. out to shout out to Bruce Pitchard who played a big role in both those. That was a creative guy. Yeah, very creative. Uh, for those who don't know who Bruce Pitchard is, let me tell you this way, brother love. Right? Yeah, he's got a good podcast too. Mm-hmm. Something to wrestle with is yeah. pretty good. Yeah, no, hundred percent. It's slowing down a bit now since he's gone back to work for the WWE. But I mean, that beginning time, him and Conrad. If How it many wasn't times has inspired him over the years, I can't even you. Ah, he he's kind of like Billy Martin of the Yankees, right? You fire yeah. him, then bring him back before the start of the season. Fire yeah. him, then bring him back before the. He's season. a loyal. He's a loyal Vince guy, Bruce. Yeah, I've yeah, seen. yeah. Never hear him say a bad word about him. Well, Bruce has been with him forever. The first time he got fired is because he disagreed with Stephanie. So he fully fired him for that. Well, he did. Stephanie did. Stephanie did. I'm surprised Vinny let that slide. 
Well, I mean, at that time she was running SmackDown. He was with her and whatnot. So I think he was just trying to do his thing, right? Uh, Make her mark sort of a deal. So I guess he realized, you know what? This is stupid. Come back, buddy. Come back, pal. And he came back and then he left again. And then now he's been back, you know, in his role the way he is. Yeah. All right, Chance, I tell you what, man. Um, I don't I don't have much more I can say about this except that, you know, like I said before we end this, guys, girls, I, I implore you all, please, I beg you, like just just take a moment, five minutes of your life here, and, and just explore and 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 reflect on who you are as an individual and as a person and, and what's important and what's not important and, and sort it out, man. Like anger, mm-hmm. negativity at any level is just not worth it. This is another prime example that we are not given a fucking second of time. No, that's guaranteed. Well said, well said. And also watch some Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Watch, you know, completely different guys, but they're both great legends, all time greats in their own right. No. Yeah. All there on YouTube, man. Everything's on YouTube. It's on the network as well. So I mean, there's no sh- there's Bray Wyatt's record no... already sold out. You can't get any merchandise on the website. It's no, everything. It's, everything it's, up. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy right now out there. Um, you know, and it, it's unfortunate that it takes something like this to get your highest merch sales. It's unfortunate. It always happens that way. It happens with Tupac, Kurt Cobain. Oh, it happens. happens with all of them, man. It happens with you all of them. You know, it, it it is what it is. I get it. Um, but Bray Wyatt going down is one of the top five or six most creative guys ever in wrestling as far as character and some of the stuff he's done it's going to be yeah i think underappreciated but now where everybody's going to go look back and really analyze the fine tooth comb and realize the genius that he was no 100 percent. and you know for those of those for those of you who had you know the the beliefs that chance has said you know like i hope that changes for you now uh shoe in for yeah, all the way, fame Luke harper's gone too so two no two that's what i'm saying I, I didn't want to talk about that i didn't want i didn't want to I did not want to talk about it because no, two no. of the three, and I've not seen or heard anything from Eric Ronan yet. Yeah, where is that guy? Is he in, where does he wrestle? Is he in wrestle anymore? He's kind of impact and, and AEW from here and there and independent stuff like that. I'm not sure exactly what he's up to. I've not seen anything from him. I'm sure he's probably posted something or he said something. I haven't seen it. Um, my heart goes out to him, especially because he's lost two of his brothers, man. Yeah. I want to suggest absolutely. I want to suggest one oh. more match. You guys oh. want to see two of the best factions in the last fifteen years? Go to twenty fourteen. Watch Shield versus uh, the yeah. Wyatt. That's oh when they're God. all really young and moving like. Dude, I watched that last night, and I get I'm I'm getting chills right now because that one scene where the Shield was in the ring, mm-hmm. and the Wyatt were standing outside the ring, and all three of them. Oh, yeah. great time! Great time! Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up here, and uh, so. Our deepest condolences to the Funk family, to the Wyndham family, and to all their friends and everyone. And the oldest wrestler, Abe Jacobs, and your family. Abe Jacobs, absolutely right. Uh, we can't forget about good old J- Abe. Um, I don't. I've never seen him wrestle. I don't know much oh, about yeah. him. But guys and girls, we lost three. Three legends of this sport. I mean, yeah, Abe's a legend. He he's ninety five years so old. He's been their Flair guy, so you got to right. Get to him. Uh, he 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 was the guy who put Flair over for the first time. <laughs> Just yeah. say, right? And look at the career that man went on to have. One of the greatest ever. Yeah. Right. So on that note, everybody, uh, we said it last night, and I'm going to say it again. Please have a safe, safe weekend. Be responsible. Do whatever your heart desires. 
But just remember, someone's at home waiting for you. Someone loves you. And don't be stupid. And watch SmackDown, Barry White. Yeah. Little function tonight. It's going to be it's, off it's, it's going to be a sick, well, I don't want to call it a sick night of wrestling, but I think it's going to be, be yeah. a heart-tugging episode of SmackDown. Everybody, my name is Bobby Sampson. He's Chance Michaels. And um, thank you for listening and everything like that. In the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, God willing, he gives us the opportunity to come and visit you guys on Tuesday. Yeah. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Tuesday. Sap and Chance out. <laughs>